Life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Yes, indeed. We all go through a rough time during this pandemic. And it is undeniable that the pandemic has changed our lives big time. I am Jani Santos and welcome to Make a Life. Here, we will talk about how the pandemic has changed our lives and how we can make it better despite all the changes. So, let's get it on! Hello guys! Happy New Year! How did you celebrate your New Year's Day? Do you already have your New Year's resolution? Maybe you want to continue your journey on losing your weight or be, be good at time management or practice your self-discipline more? Things like that. We all agree 2021 is not a very good year for us, but it's way better than 2020, right? As we move forward in 2022, there are things that we should let go, like toxic relationship. As you've noticed in our previous episodes, they are about toxicity, and there was a time we mentioned gaslighting. Well, today's episode will tackle on this topic, so are you ready? Come on, let's get this started! Let's start by knowing where did gaslighting get its name. The term gaslighting comes from a 1938 play by Patrick Hamilton, known in America as Angel Street, and later developed into film Gaslight by Alfred Hitchcock. In the suspense film, a manipulative husband tries to make his wife think she is losing her mind by making subtle changes in her environment, including slowly and steadily dimming the flame on a gas lamp. Not only does he disrupt her environment and make her believe she is insane, but he also abuses and controls her, cutting her off from family and friends. Consequently, the wife is constantly second-guessing herself, her feelings, her perception, her memories. Additionally, she feels neurotic, hypersensitive, and out of control, which is the goal of gaslighting, to leave the target feeling off-kilter and unsure what is true and what isn't. Because this film was an accurate portrayal of controlling and toxic actions that manipulative people use, psychologists and counselors began to label this type of emotionally abusive behavior, gaslighting. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation that occurs in abusive relationships. It is an insidious and sometimes covert type of emotional abuse where the bully or abuser makes the target question their judgments and reality. Ultimately, the victim of gaslighting starts to wonder if they are losing their sanity. Gaslighting primarily occurs in romantic relationships, but it's not uncommon for it to occur in controlling friendships or among family members as well. Toxic people use this type of emotional abuse to exert power over others in order to manipulate friends, family members, and sometimes even co-workers. How gaslighting works Gaslighting is a technique that undermines a person's perception of reality. When someone is gaslighting you, you may second-guess yourself, your memories, and your perceptions. After communicating with the person gaslighting you, you may be left feeling dazed and wondering if there is something wrong with you. Gaslighting can confuse you and cause you to question your judgment and overall mental health. It may help to know more about the tactics a person who is gaslighting someone might use. Number 1. Lying to you. People who engage in gaslighting are habitual and pathological liars. 
They will blatantly lie and never back down or change their stories, even when you call them out or provide proof of their deception. They may say something like, you're making things up. That never happened. Lying is the cornerstone of a gaslighter's destructive behavior. Even when you know they are lying, they can be very convincing. In the end, you start to second-guess yourself. Number two, Number two, discrediting you. Gaslighters spread rumors and gossip about you to others. They may pretend to be worried about you while subtly telling others that you seem emotionally unstable or crazy. Unfortunately, this tactic can be extremely effective and many people side with abuser or bully without knowing the full story. Additionally, the gaslighter may lie to you and tell you that other people also think this about you. These people may never say bad things about you, but the gaslighter will make every attempt to get you to believe they do. Number 3. Distracting you. When you ask a gaslighter a question or call them out for something they did or said, they may change the subject by asking a question instead of responding to the issue at hand. This not only throws off your train of thought, but causes you to question the need to press a matter when they don't feel the need to respond. Number 4. Minimizing your thoughts and feelings. Trivializing your emotion allows the gaslighter to gain power over you. They might make statements like, calm down, you're overreacting, or why are you so sensitive? All of these statements minimize how you're feeling or what you're thinking and communicate that you're wrong. When you deal with someone who never acknowledges your thoughts, feelings, or beliefs, you may begin to question them yourself. What's more, you may never feel validated or understood, which can be extremely difficult to cope with. Number 5. Shifting Blame Blame shifting is another common gaslighting tactic. Every discussion you have is somehow twisted to where you are to blame for something that occurred. Even when you try to discuss how the abuser's behavior makes you feel, they are able to twist the conversation so that you end up believing that you are the cause of their bad behavior. They claim that if you only behaved differently, they would not treat you the way they do. Number 6. Denying wrongdoing. Bullies and abusers are notorious for denying that they did anything wrong. They do this to avoid taking responsibility for their poor choices. This denial can leave the victim of gaslighting feeling unseen, unheard, and as though the impact on them is of no importance. This tactic also makes it very hard for the victim to move on or to heal from the bullying or abusiveness. Number 7. Using compassionate words as weapons. Sometimes, when called out or questioned, a gaslighter will use kind and loving words to try to smooth over the situation. They might say something like, You know how much I love you. I would never hurt you on purpose. These words may be what you want to hear, but they are inauthentic, especially if the same behavior is repeated. That said, they may be just enough to convince you to let them off the hook, which is their only goal. Last but not the least, number 8. Rewriting history. A gaslighter may constantly retell stories in ways that are in their favor. For instance, if your partner shoved you against the wall, 
and you are discussing it later. They may twist the story and say you stumbled and they tried to steady you, which is what caused you to fall into the wall. You may begin to doubt your memory of what happened. This confusion or second guessing on your part is exactly the intention. Being subjected to gaslighting can cause anxiety, depression, and other mental health concerns including addiction and thoughts of suicide. For these reasons, it's important to recognize when you're experiencing gaslighting. Ask yourself if any of the following statements ring true. You doubt your feelings and reality. You try to convince yourself that the treatment you receive is not that bad or that you are too sensitive. You question your judgment and perceptions. You are afraid of speaking up or expressing your emotions. You have learned that sharing your opinion usually makes you feel worse in the end. So you stay silent instead. You feel vulnerable and insecure. You often feel like you walk on eggshells around your partner, friend, or family member. You also feel an edge and lack self-esteem. You feel alone and powerless. You are convinced that everyone around you thinks you are strange, crazy, or unstable, just like the gaslighter says you are. This makes you feel trapped and isolated. You wonder if you are what they say you are. The gaslighter's words make you feel like you are wrong, unintelligent, inadequate, or insane. Sometimes, you even find yourself repeating these statements to yourself. You are disappointed in yourself and who you have become. For instance, you feel like you're weak and passive, and that you used to be stronger and more assertive. You feel confused. The gaslighter's behavior confuses you, almost as if they are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You worry that you are too sensitive. The person minimizes hurtful behaviors or words by saying, I was just joking, or you need thicker skin. You have a sense of impending doom. You feel like something terrible is about to happen when you are around this person. This may include feeling threatened and on edge without knowing why. You spend a lot of time apologizing. You feel the need to apologize all the time for what you do or who you are. You feel inadequate. You feel like you are never good enough. You try to live up to the expectations and demands of others, even if they are unreasonable. You second-guess yourself. You frequently wonder if you accurately remember the details of past events. You may have been stopped trying to share what you remember for fear that is wrong. You assume others are disappointed in you. You apologize all the time for what you do or who you are, assuming people are let down by you or that you have somehow made a mistake. You wonder what's wrong with you. You wonder if there's something fundamentally wrong with you. In other words, you worry that you are not well mentally. You struggle to make decisions because you distrust yourself. You would rather allow your partner, friend, or family member to make decisions for you and avoid decision-making altogether. If you identify with any of these signs of gaslighting, it's important that you seek professional help right away. Left unaddressed, gaslighting can take a significant toll on your self-esteem and overall mental health. What can you do if someone is gaslighting you? If you are experiencing gaslighting in a relationship, there are some steps you can take to protect yourself. 
first is gain some distance. It can be helpful to take a step back from the intense emotions that gaslighting can evoke. Physically leaving the situation can help. But you might also try using some relaxation techniques such as deep breathing or grounding exercises. Second is to save the evidence. Because gaslighting can make you question yourself, work on preserving evidence of your experiences. Keep a journal. Save text conversations or keep emails so that you can look back on them later and remind yourself that you shouldn't doubt or question yourself. Third is to set boundaries. Boundaries tell others what you are willing to accept in a relationship. Make it clear that you won't allow the other person to engage in actions such as trivializing or denying what you have to say. Fourth is get an outside perspective. Talk to a friend or family member about what you are going through. Having another person's perspective can help them make the situation clearer. And number five, end the relationship. While it can be difficult, ending the relationship with someone who repeatedly gaslight you is often the most effective way to end the abuse. If you suspect that you are experiencing gaslighting, you may also find it helpful to talk to a mental health professional. They can help you learn more about the situation, gain perspective, and develop new coping strategies that can help you deal with the behavior. Well, that's it! That's all I have for you for today. If you are in a toxic relationship, I think this is the perfect time for you to let go. And for those who are not, well, good for you. Hope you learned something from this episode. When you are dealing with someone who uses gaslighting as a manipulation tool, pay close attention to what they do, not the words they choose. Thank you for listening! If you like more of this content, feel free to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast, or in any listening platform you're into. This is Janice, signing off.